0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Tripod. Um, how are we doing? How have we been since last week? Um, so it's a crazy world out there. I just, I'm just asking. I hope you guys are safe. I hope you've had a wonderful week. I hope like all the good things that you thought of happened, at least some of them happened and you know, the bad things stayed away. Um, so if this is your first time coming to Tripod, welcome. If you're a returning listener, hello, what's up? How you doing? I've missed you. <laughs> So last week we talked about how to see um, how to ensure your social media content is seen by your audience and we discussed you know tips and things that you should already know and things that you should be doing so that your social media content is seen and you know engaged with by your audience if you haven't listened to it I suggest you go back to the previous episode give it a listen because it's Understanding here yeah, will help you with what we are going to discuss today. My name is Sharma Godoz and I remain your host. Yeah, I have been cruising this ship alone for a while. I hope you guys are having fun with me. Please, if you are not having fun, tell me so that I know what to change, what not to say, and what to improve. It will really, really help us through this discourse. So this week, we're talking about brands that are doing content marketing right Throughout this month, we've been talking about content marketing, what you should do, you should not do, the scope of content marketing, we've talked about how wide it could be, how narrow you could be, know your target audience and all of that. So right now, in true fashion, we're going to discuss three brands that have actually taken these lessons to account and it's working for them. Now, as we have said before, content marketing involves content made to promote, inform, or market a business's products and services to a target audience. Content makes the internet. I think that's something that we've said before. Like everything you're consuming on the internet is content, written, you know, sound, all of that. So it's not like you know, content marketing is anything new. Uh, we've said before that content marketing is an excellent way to help your business grow because as you give value through your content, people you know, can continue to return for this value that you are giving. It's really just that good stuff that keeps giving and giving. Now, as you are venturing into content marketing, you know we've told you everything that you need to know or as much as we can in the short time that we have. Um, one of the things that we think you should be looking up to is you, could be, you should be looking up to brands that have gone before you. Now, not necessarily your competitors, but like brands that, you know, probably outside your industry, just the leading brands, what they are doing and um, how they are implementing these, you know, lessons you've learned. Because it's one thing to know something. It's another thing to actually practice it. Because the way you deliver some of these tips that we've talked to you about could be different from the way we, even we here, are delivering ours, and from the way they do that. So by seeing these tips in action... You'll be able to carve out, you know, a more realistic way for you to do this content. Out of all of the brands out there killing the content marketing game, we're just going to talk about three here. And um, we'll provide a list in the description of, you know, other people you could look at that, you know, are killing this. You know, because content marketing is really popular. Like, a lot of, you know, businesses on the internet are doing it. It is just like a core part of the digital marketing efforts. And it can be quite successful. And why, you know, a lot of people favor content marketing, as I've said before, is that it lasts long. Like five years later, it is still relevant and it is still converting leads for you. I guess I've spoken enough on that. So let's move on to find out these three brands that we have for you today. Okay, so um, if you're still with us, let's find out the first brand of the three. So the first one is, if you guessed it right, is HubSpot. Um, HubSpot is really famous amongst you know, digital marketing outfits for the amount of work they've done and the amount of work that they are doing. And one of the most effective ways HubSpot has spread his name is through content marketing. Personally, that was how I met HubSpot. I was doing some content research and at the top of the list, it was HubSpot that was there. Their SEOs were right. And then I now dug into this company and I realize something about HubSpot. So let's talk about HubSpot. Like HubSpot is a software company that offers like a whole stack of digital services. Like they offer CRMs, they offer they have a marketing hub, they have a sales hub, they have a content management systems hub, and a service hub. Um, if this is too like technical for you, it simply means that HubSpot gives you tools that can manage so many aspects of your digital marketing campaign. So they have an email marketing service. Um, you can manage some of your social media content, um, when it comes to, you know, customer relations management, HubSpot has that. Even till date, I personally said, being the digital marketer, I am, I haven't really gotten down to the roots of HubSpot's management. Um, HubSpot was, um, founded by Brian Halligan and Damesh Shah, um, in MIT in 2006, that was the in Massachusetts Institute of Technology. And since then, HubSpot has grown. I remember they started with the seed funding of, um... Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and by twenty thirteen they had like fifteen point six million dollars. And before you know, HubSpot was buying up technology here and there, because you know they couldn't really develop what they wanted to do for their um, target markets fast enough. And they've received multiple Best Place to Work awards. Most notable of this um, is the twenty twenty Glassdoor Award because of you know how they manage their remote working staff and that. So uh, now onto their content marketing strategy. Now it is quite robust. I have had like a lot of brands saying, "Okay, we want our content to be like HubSpot," and I'm like, "These guys have been doing these things for a while. They are like god level in content marketing. That's why they are first. Like when you visit their homepage, the content marketing starts from there. You get a lowdown, like a summary of all of their products." and then um, you get like little pieces of micro content that are packed with information about what they can do for you. Um, Their landing page is optimized for first timers. Like you see a lot of action buttons, large orange buttons, whereas the login is just somewhere up there in the middle because they know that their returning customers will find that login. They know what they are looking for. They know that people that are coming to their site don't, um, like if you are coming to their site to use their platform, all you need to just hit is the login. You already know what you're here for. But they, they are trying to as first-timers. So um, knowing that target audience has is what helped them to design their landing page that way. And that's just the start of it, as I said before. Because why HubSpot is really popular, across the internet is because of their resources. So if you're on the hotspot landing page and you now go to their resource page, just that drop down there, you really see that their resources are grouped into education, case studies, user resources, um, services. And when you just take like a deep dive into those their resources, it will take you days for you to like, you know, finish and emerge from that. Like I, even I have used a lot of hotspot resources to, you know solve some of my digital marketing problems now since they are targeting first timers the likelihood that these visitors are new to digital marketing not knowing that like, they are left from their right in this new place that they have been in and the fact that you know their target audience is looking for assistance just provides an excellent opportunity for them to do content marketing for them to rope you in because if you are looking for information and you go to a place that has you know all the information that you possibly need and more. You know, you are going to stay there for a while. So, um, Hotspots in their content marketing strategy, what they focused on was, okay, we're going to provide content that is going to educate and help people achieve their digital marketing goals. And in educating you, you now realize what digital marketing is. You now realize the, they educate you so much that you now realize so much that you could be doing. And you might now say, you know what, Hotspots, come and help me do this. And then you sign in there because they never fail to market you know, whatever they do at the end, in their call to action at the end of their blogs. So um, their resources, the content that they produce are robust. You know, they have ebooks, they have free courses with free certifications, they have case studies. And one thing that really keeps people coming back is their... Their suite of templates. They have created templates for like almost any kind of digital marketing adventure you are going on. So if it's email marketing, they have an email marketing guide that can sort that can teach you how to make headers. So by giving all of these products, even if you will not use HubSpot, there's there are two things that they have they've done here. You see that they live in your head. Things they have helped you. Um, they've taught you how to do like things like SEOs. They've helped you in your digital marketing journey. They've given you value. HubSpot is in your head. They are there as you know a prime authority. And should you ever be looking for a tool to help with your digital marketing um, objectives, HubSpot will be amongst your top considerations because they have given you something that has worked before and that is one of the powers of content marketing, value. And you've seen how much they have defined their audience. And by looking at their resources, you now realize that even though, yes, they cater to first-timers, people that are just like coming to their sites, there's also content for for intermediate level digital marketers, which you know are those templates, um, then case studies for expert marketers. By knowing your audience, you can create like really more compelling content. That is yeah, that's the word I want to use to describe HubSpot's marketing. Their content is compelling and it is not confusing. There is a lot, it covers a lot, but you understand that each piece of content is answering a particular need, a particular question. So yes, this is what we can learn from HubSpot. They are like one of the top brands in content marketing. To mention, their content is of top quality with the amount of people that know HubSpot and how frequently you find their materials, you know, suggested to you by, you know, your contemporaries. You'll know that they are doing this content marketing, right? I mean, if people like using your content in their daily life, I think that's one thing that, you know, promotes the brand advocacy. So this way, you are even onboarding new people without spending any money. Now, on to the second one. Now, the second brand that uh, gets this content marketing thing right is uh, Seamless HR. Um, For a while, I thought Seamless HR was a brand that was based abroad, but apparently it's a Nigerian company and that just blew my mind. And you know, when I went to their website, I saw people I knew working there and you know it was really 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 amazing so what is seamless hr they are a b2b brand and they are one of like the most robust content marketing outfits um, i've helped write some content for seamless hr and the way they manage their content was something like i lived for they provide hr solutions in the software as a service category that is um, if you are looking for you know digital solutions for your hr needs that's from payroll management, employee management, recruitment, um, employee performance management, you know, et cetera. Basically, any, if you're thinking of any task you want to achieve for your HR, seamless HR has it. And um, if they don't have it, they are probably developing it somewhere because they come up with new products. And why we know that they're coming up with new products is because of how good their content marketing is. When it comes to sharing information, they do not hold back. Now, with, you know, the amount of things that they do, they have a carefully thought out content marketing strategy that emphasizes long-form blog posts that answer specific questions and specific problems their target audience could have. Um, Like I said, they're a B2B brand, so, of course, companies are looking at them but for the people that they talk to, they talk to HR professionals, HR managers, um, recruitment and hiring managers, people that manage human resources, basically. People that, you know, do the people management at work, people officers and all of that. Those are the people that they create this content for. So when it comes to discussing trends and in, in hiring practices, their content covers that too. Uh, they have a treasure trove of blog posts that, you know, just says all of these things and of course they have a tab on their website that says resources seamless hr has managed to survive you know in their sector because the human resource industry is really big and um, with the advent of remote work and when it now comes to the globalization of um, companies and how workers now can now work from different com- from different places you have large you know hr firms really soaking up like all of the work for seamless hr compared to most of those larger, you know, HR firms has managed to stay afloat because their content marketing is really really robust. And one thing about them is that they are always ahead on the ahead of the curve. Most of their content is up to date. You go to Seamless HR and um, at the beginning of the pandemic you find out that they were discussing already the already writing about how to solve how to hire people in a remote Work sector. So you had them talking about this as early as 2020, and then by November you now have a lot of companies now having to hire remotely. And then when they now go online, what do they see? Seamless HR has talked about it and has carefully given you steps for that. And they don't just operate in Nigeria. With the amount of content I've seen about you know H1B visas, they are also talking to employees that want to work abroad. So you see now that they are talking to almost everybody, and whenever there is now a conversation about HR sparking up, you find people saying, "Oh yeah, I read this on Seamless HR. I read this here and there." I mean, I'm not a HR person, but I know Seamless HR. That's to show you how strong this content marketing is. They are talking to every. They are talking. They are talking to a specific audience, but the content is so good that it's seeping out everywhere. And now with this avant-garde attitude, they have grown like you know massively in the past two years. That's like from 2020 to 2021. They distilled this, their understanding, um, not holding any content back into like written resources. And this has popularized them basically. That's the summary of all of this. What this has created now is that now they have credibility and they have authority in the HR aspect of software as a service. And their brand is even larger than what they really are because you hear seamless HR. You see, I, my first perception of them was that, oh my God, this is a big foreign company. But whereas they're a growing startup that is killing it in the game. And this is all for content marketing. So what can you learn from um, seamless HR? Deliver, keep your content marketing correct and never hesitate to you know, tell people as much as you know because it's better to be the first to say it than to say it properly. You can always go back and edit and update that content. You could republish the podcasts, you know, republish the posts. Um, You could post, you know, corrections to videos. Always just, you know, keep it fresh. And you being there first on the scene guarantees the fact that when, you know, the world now finally comes to where you are, they meet you there and you are established as, oh, yes, they know this thing first, so they will know it better now. So that's one thing that is really, really helping seamless HR stay afloat. Now, the third brand I want to talk about is, this one is a personal favorite. I have followed um, this brand's content for about two years now, and they have never disappointed. In fact, their content is so good and so personal that it has improved my life. Now I'm talking about RiseVest. RiseVest is one of Nigeria's fast-rising fintech startups. And how they have risen so much and they have proliferated amongst people that know them is that they have a very very solid content marketing framework. Um, I heard of RiseVest from someone who was telling me about this article we read about them. And then I Googled and before I knew, I opened an account and I was investing money. (laughs) So let's talk about RiseVest. So, so RiseVest used to, be an, um, used to be an investment club, and it was founded by um, Eke Urum. and uh, by 2020, they launched their mobile app, people started investing. First, let's talk about the problem RiseVest is um, solving, because as a business, you really need to know the problem you're solving, because that also really, you know, helps to inform the kind of content that you'll be disbursing. So, like, over the past 20 years, Nigeria has seen inflation reaching up to, like, a 1,000%. And this has presented, like, a lot of problems for Nigerians that are trying to store value in the naira. You know, you're trying to save for retirement. Pensioners know how much their pensions are not worth. Because uh, probably, like, five years ago, you're looking at your pension account and you had, like, you know, like, I mean, like, 18 million. And then when you now got to 2022, that, when you now got to 2022 that 18 million starts to behave like 10 million because of the amount of inflation that's happened. And Riseverse is now seeking to provide the people an easy way to save money and retain the value. And how did they go about this? They provided opportunities for their customers to build wealth by investing in strong currencies and stocks. Now, unlike other wealth management platforms, Riseverse understands that they are that since they are opening, since they are trying to make this as simple, it will attract people who do not know a lot about stocks. Riseverse does doesn't assault you with, like, you know, a lot of stocks to invest in. Like, when you get on other platforms, you just see so many stocks, and you are confused, like, oh, which one do I invest in? No, they have, like, a wealth management fund that they just give you to invest in, and then they, and that wealth management, and it's, more, it's, it's a lot like an index fund where they are just a group of stocks that you invest in, and these stocks always, like, turn a profit. Most times, they turn a profit. Sometimes they don't, but just know that your money is protected. So now, um, the idea is actually quite novel. Uh, all the question I thought they had to answer was, how do you, you know, get people to come and invest? How they did it was content marketing. So by using, like, really robust email marketing campaigns, um, by building communities, and, you no, know, and then sharing content that's producing content online um online webinars and weekly blogs rise verse educated people about investments so without their weekly publication what they did was that they got you know business professionals to write guest articles and like i I saw one of my friends featured on the rise verse article and i was like oh wow wow now what i thought then was that if somebody like i knew could write on their blog then I felt like they knew my problems, like since they are looking at, they are listening to people like me and taking what we are saying and giving to other people, it means we don't have like a sort of sender-receiver type of, you know, communication. They have built a community of investors. That is how I felt, and I'm quite sure that that's how a lot of people feel when they see their people um, writing blogs in like for their favorite brands. So another thing that RiseVest did was that they covered financial news and they gave their opinions on what was happening to money on a global scale. So every time you go to the RiseVest app, you had something new to read. And it wasn't localized content. It was also like really global content. So you were informed about what was happening in money. And you were informed with what your peers were doing with money. You were informed on what was happening in Nigeria with money. So it was like they also had news briefings somewhat. That's why they called it um, your daily rise briefings. So it was really, really, really good content. And most of their content was not just on, okay, this is how you should save money. Come and save with us. They also started sharing business advice like, hey, guys, if you want to, if you want to make money, this is what you should be doing. Um, one of their, their first webinars that I attended um, talked about making money from digital products. And I remember one of the lines that they said there was that um, if you want to invest money, you have to be making money. And that's why we are doing this. And you know, as, as, as an audience, as somebody who is trying to, you know, make more money, I felt seen. That was content that I received, that I didn't know that I needed. And if somebody is that is trying to get you to save money, is telling you how to make money. I mean, you are going to stick there. What you could learn from RiseBet is the art of relating personally with an audience. So yes, there's the place where you have to establish authority and show them all you know. And you, of course, you may want to associate your content to like industry leaders so that they have more credibility. But then again, just so that some of your product offerings, especially those that work with people's personal decisions, where you, have to, where you know you have to tell them what to do, it is easier to tell stories about... Um, stories that they can relate to on their level, and get them to engage with that. Than for you to tell them something that is objectively true. Riseverse has, you know, has made their content just a lot more explicit. Has made what they want to say clearer by coming down to the level of their audience. And they keep saying something that let us rise together. So you know, it's fun, it's relatable, and it feels, and you feel like it understands you. So that's how they are doing content marketing right. So I talked about three brands. I talked about HubSpot. I talked about Seamless HR. I talked about Risevest. Three distinct brands: um, a B2B and B2C brand, a B2B brand, and a B2C brand. So, um, if there's anything you're taking away from this podcast, is that when you do content marketing rights, one thing you establish is you know you have a space in your audience's mind. You just be in their heads. And as long as you keep publishing that sweet nectar that they are reading and they are using for their nourishment, they will keep returning and they will never forget you. That's it. That's just um, something that will just wrap this up. And for those of us that have been wondering what a brand is, um, because I have used that term generously here, um, just stay tuned until March. In March we will be progressing and discussing what a brand is and trust me i am there to tell you guys about it so yeah that's what i have for us today so um yeah we've come to the end of the episode i hope you've learned much if you have anything to say you know you have anything to share or you feel I didn't cover these topics well enough talk to me i'm here for you um leave a comment here on anchor or spotify or um, reach, reach me with the email in the description. And I'm always here to answer your questions. So uh, thank you for listening. I am Shamagodos. And see you next week with another exciting episode of Tribe